This is Rhema for Today. That faith works by saying it without praying it. See, prayer is not in that 23rd verse. But it also works by praying it. But when you pray it, you still have to say it. I've always, through the years, gone a little bit more on the 23rd verse, saying it. Amen. Because prove all things. It worked for me. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Hold Fast to the Word, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, I said, uh, Jesse, I, I believe in healing. I believe in divine healing. I believe in anointing with oil. I believe in laying hands on folks. He said, that's all right. Fine. That'll be good. Yeah. He said, we, we, we accept your testimony. He pointed. He said, you was born just there half a block away from where I live. Everybody in this end of town knows that it's a miracle of God, and we accept it. Go ahead. Anoint them with oil. Lay hands on them. Amen. I said, yeah, but I've been visiting the full gospel tabernacle because they believe in healing. And they preach being baptized or filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues. And I'm beginning to see that. I haven't spoken in tongues, but I'm beginning to see it. And Mr. Creason said, you know, my sister moved to Dallas. And she went to the First Assembly of God Church and she got that experience. And I said, I'm going to watch and see. He said, man, I could tell a world of difference. That's all right. Come on, get us all filled. Well, I said, I ain't even filled myself. (laughs) Amen. But uh, at 18 years of age, you know, I, I've only got a few sermon outlines. And I, yeah, I've got to work up something if I've got to preach. And, and I just don't have it. So I didn't accept it. I've often wondered maybe we could turn them all Pentecostal. <laughs> all of us. But anyway, if the photo want to get over to you, if the door is open, take it. If opportunity arises to do anything for God, do it. Praise God. If I visited the church, and you know, in these depression days, they got no money. You, you, you don't hire help. You get volunteer help. Somebody volunteer, you know, to clean the restrooms. I mean, I'm not even a member of the church. I just visit. I'm the first one that volunteers. Amen. Hallelujah. Some folks would think that's beyond their dignity, you know. But no, praise God. Do what God said to do. Obey God and he'll promote you. Amen. Disobey him and he'll reject you. And there's a penalty to be paid. Well, I, uh, I would go every opportunity. 1935, somebody came to our town, put up a tent, had a revival, called it Full Gospel. Got 640 people saved. They started the church, built the tabernacle. And so I'd go every opportunity I had to go to the Full Gospel Church, visit Because, you see, you need that fellowship. You need those that believe like you believe. And, you see, they believed in healing. Amen? Praise God. And and so the pastor of the Full Gospel Church said to me, Brother Kenneth, he said, uh, I'm going to hold a revival. We have a number of people that's been coming in from out of the country to church, but they won't have a revival there in the country, an open-air meeting. And I don't want to, I don't have anybody to fill my pulpit, so I don't want to miss Sunday or Wednesday night. And so would you preach on Sunday 
and on Wednesday night out there in the country. I said, yeah, I'll do that. So he preached the other nights, and I preached those nights. We had an open-air meeting out, you know, right next to a general country store. Well, we got a number of this number of folks already saved that sponsored the meeting, but got a number of other folks saved during the meeting, and they want to start a church. Well, there was a building there right close by that had formerly been an old country store, but they'd built a bigger one now. And it's just sitting there empty, belonged to one of the Methodist brethren. And he said, well, yeah, if you want to use that, just fix it up. So we cleaned it up, fixed it up. They wanted me to pastor. And I said, no, I had such a desire to, to win the lost and still do. And every believer ought to have that. And I thought I must be an evangelist. I couldn't be a pastor. But I said, well, you know, I'll, I'll come out and preach for you for a while. So we just had Sunday night, no Sunday morning. I'd go out and preach on Sunday night for, uh, you know, several weeks. And then I said, well, you know, no other door opened up. So I said, okay, I'll, 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 I'll be pastor. I'll promise you I'll stay at least one year. So we started Sunday school and Sunday morning service and a Thursday night weeknight service. And that first year I wore out four pair of shoes walking to preach. Didn't get enough money to buy uh, even one pair. Because, you see, I'm a great faith person. We didn't have an offering plate. We never received an offering in church. See, I'm going to live by faith. Oh, dear Lord. Amen. And uh, I never, I was there three, approximately three years as pastor. Received only one offering. In three years. Now, depression days. I needed three dollars. Don't sound big now. But three dollars is three days work. Those days we worked from sun up to sundown for a dollar. And I needed three dollars by the next day, Monday, desperately. And our pianist, Sister Hall, little red-headed woman, playing the piano, stopped right in the middle of a song. Now, at least you'd think you'd get to the end of the verse. But she stopped right in the middle of the verse and stopped playing and stood up and said, Folks, I'm going to take up an offering for Brother Hagin. Said, The Lord told me he needs $3. Boy, she's right on that. She said, I'm going to receive an offering if it hair lips the devil. She said that, yeah. She borrowed some man's hat because we didn't have an offering play, and he passed that hat. And I think I got $3.10. Not wasn't anything in there bigger than change, you know. Nobody had anything. Man, I don't even remember walking home that night. I think I flew home. <laughs> Didn't touch the ground anywhere. Praise God. But walking down that old dusty road to that little old country church, I said, I don't know why I said it. I said, I'm going to preach that Jesus saves, that Jesus heals, that Jesus is coming again. I didn't know about him baptized, no, no, that he's coming again. I'm going to preach it from Red River, you know, boundary between Texas, to the Gulf of Mexico. I'm going to preach it from New Mexico to Louisiana. I thought if you covered Texas, that'd be big. But I got baptized in the Holy Ghost and spoke with other tongues. Praise God forevermore and enlarge my vision. 
and said, I'm going to preach it from coast to coast, from the Gulf of Mexico to the Canadian border, and Cincinnati and around the world. Praise God. Amen. Whosoever shall say, and not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, notice those two verses again. You've looked at them many times, but we'll look at them again. I tell folks all the time, just because I had a T-bone steak one day don't mean I'm not going to have another one. Amen. Hallelujah. Whosoever, now say this, whosoever meaneth me. Amen. So this is talking about you then, isn't it? Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have, what? What? Whatsoever he saith. Therefore, verse 24 then, Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, Believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. Hallelujah. Now notice then, that faith works by saying it without praying it. See, prayer is not in that 23rd verse. But it also works by praying it. But when you pray it, you still have to say it. I've always, through the years, gone a little bit more on the 23rd verse, saying it. Amen. Because prove all things. It worked for me. And so I remember my wife and I were married 64 years ago this coming November the 25th. And uh, she was a Methodist background. Of course, I was a Baptist background. She hadn't heard the faith message. And so the first real cold spell came in over in December. And, and her throat got sore. And so she said, well, I'll have to go. Now, 38, you see didn't have the so-called miracle drugs. I'd have to go to the doctor and they'd mop it out or swab the throat out and so on. And I get this sore throat every winter, first real cold spell, and, and I have it all through the whole winter. So I'll go to the doctor tomorrow and get my throat. Well, I thought there's a marvelous opportunity. Praise God. You see, we not only should preach, we ought to illustrate. Amen. And so... I said to her, no, no, we won't go to the doctor. Just said it. Never prayed a prayer. We won't go to the doctor. I said, uh, that throat condition will leave you and will never return. Well, you can ask her. She said right there. It left her. 64 years later, it has never returned. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for his word. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Amen. Somebody said, I tried that and it didn't work. Notice what it said. It said you'd have what you say. You said it didn't work, so it didn't work. Right here in Tulsa, one of our crusades. Of course, I spoke in the daytime on faith. We called it a faith clinic, our faith seminar. And so a man came to me. He wasn't rude about it. He just friendly and nice and smiling. Now, Brother Hagin said, you always want to lay it on me. Well, I didn't say it. Jesus said it. 
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. This year, we're celebrating 50 years of camp meetings. In honor of this momentous occasion, this month we're offering the four-volume set, Camp Meeting Classics, consisting of 16 CDs featuring Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, as well as a few special speakers such as Oral Roberts, John Osteen, Mark Hankins, and many others. You can get all of this for the price of $50, which is more than 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And guess what's happening in September? We are going to start uh, Rhema Bible Training College up That's again. That's right. Uh, we're enrolling right, right now. now. Yes. So actually, uh, you can apply online if you want to, but you can go to rbtc.org yes. and get all the information about the school. You can even apply online right mm-hmm. there. So if you're interested in coming to the school, uh, Rhema Bible Training College, uh, yes. Just go to rbtc.org and you can get all the, all information, the information there. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, Hold Fast to the Word. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.